You're listening to Once, episode 122, Think Lovely Thoughts, Initial Reactions. Welcome back to another episode of Once, the unofficial podcast for ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. And thank you for your patience. We had a power outage just while we were recording our Wonderland podcast. (laughs) So that's delaying the episode of that. We'll probably record that late Monday evening of November 18th. And the power outage prevented us from watching Once Upon a Time clearly prevented us from recording a podcast. Our power was out for a long time. So we're a little bit delayed, but we did literally just finish watching the episode for the first time. Literally. And what an amazing episode. I would say best episode ever, maybe? Uh, I don't know about ever. Clearly of the season. Yes. Absolutely. Better than... (laughs) Probably any episode or any season two episode. <laughs> it was it was somebody had said, Oh, of course you couldn't watch this week and it was an epic episode and I was so I had high expectations and I was not disappointed. And I think this could have been a winter finale episode. Yes. I was watching it going, I can't believe there's another one next week. Well, that's the thing. Uh, here's a little announcement. Oh, wait, there's there, not. Yeah, there is <clears throat> a brief break the su- the Sunday before Thanksgiving, November 24th. There won't be an episode of Once Upon a Time, but there will be an episode on the Sunday after Thanksgiving. So we'll be back then, and we're going to take then the one week break, Thanksgiving week break from the podcast. But so plan that for your time. If you have TiVo or DVR, or iTunes or whatever, you'll know how to get the episode then. So it's not on November 24th, but we'll be back on December 1st. December. December, people. Wow. December. It's already almost December. Goodness. But So these are just our initial reactions. We're going to be a bit all over the place. And one of the main things that stood out to me is learning about Rumpel's father. Right. Now, okay. Was there not a scene in a past episode of rumples what we thought was his abandonment am i making that up or was that talked about in like special features or something we had never seen that the only thing we knew okay. was what rumple had said to bell or fake bell yeah when he received the doll which now we know the doll was in neverland this whole time the doll was in neverland yeah yeah Oh, I see. Yes. So this is kind of the backstory of the doll. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, As soon as they said that he could name it, and or as soon as they were talking about things coming true, I was like, ah, uh, the the doll is named Peter Pan. I was wondering what might happen from that, but I wasn't making that connection yet when we watched this episode. I was thinking... Maybe the shadow destroyed Henry's father. Based on the information we're starting to get, the shadow would destroy Henry's father and absorb the power, and the shadow would become a person. Yeah, saying Peter Pan destroyed my father was sort of a little bit misleading. 
well, yeah, it's it goes back, and I think we might have talked about this before, but kind of like the Star Wars thing of, yeah, Darth Vader <laughs> killed Anakin Skywalker. Right. They're the same people. Oh, spoiler alert, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, what, for whatever reason, I was thinking that. I thought there was a scene where Rumple woke up and was like, was upset because his father ran out the door and told him to stay. Which, even if that vague memory is true, doesn't mean that was the abandonment, obviously. Because mm-hmm. it looks like he sort of did many abandonments throughout Rumpel's childhood. Yeah. Which, by the way, they did their usual great job at matching up a child actor with the adult actor. Yeah, the accent was great. There were There were facial similarities, I started to realize. Did you have any doubt as to who we were looking at when the episode started? I was starting to think things like, is this Peter Pan's backstory? And uh, one of these people is Peter Pan, which that ended up being true. But yeah, right. as knew, soon as I heard him speak, I thought, oh, that's Rumpel. Yeah, just the just the the scene, I just thought, this has got to be Rumpel's dad. And then there was a kid, and I was like, that's Rumpel. I just expected for part of the episode to see Peter Pan somewhere... Like, I thought maybe when his father took him to live with those women, I thought maybe Peter Pan was already living there or something like that. And that was how they got to know each other. Mm-hmm. So, the shadow is only sort of Peter Pan's shadow. Right. It's the sole inhabitant of Neverland. And, yeah, that, that's that's the thing. So, now it does the bidding of Peter Pan, or at least seems to. He's a regular chatterbox these days. <laughs> yeah i'm just thinking about the implications of this so the shadow was the sole inhabitant and neverland was originally intended to be a place for people to only visit not stay right for kids to visit not stay how how perfect for his father's personality what a i mean ah such a great character for what he is he's just a sort of juvenile self-absorbed loser (laughs) yeah when he when they got to neverland he was acting so much like a little boy the odd thing is that peter pan seems to have a lot more intelligence than he did so i don't quite see the direct connection between the two of them with peter pan being the future of this character that we watched throughout this episode well that could be but then again he's had hundreds of years to yeah grow a little bit more shrewd and maniacal and have everything he wants and probably travel between realms as well because we know peter has been in enchanted force before when he was taking lost boys it took the guy hundreds of years to grow up and he still didn't turn out that great (laughs) (laughs) so henry is dead we know he's not going to be dead because they they wouldn't do that Right. Well, here's the thing. His heart's not destroyed. Yeah. Somebody has to be able to somehow... It probably will take all of them (laughs) to somehow overcome Peter Pan, but they can probably take it back out, I'm guessing. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, what if the shadow comes into play with this? Hey, Shadow, you want your dreamland back? (laughs) Help us rip that kid slash man's not heart out or his stolen heart. Uh, The the implications of all of these things. This is, oh, 
mind. But you know what? We should have seen some of this coming more than we did. Because the first rule of Once Upon a Time is everyone's related. (laughs) Not just connected. They are related. It's one big family. (laughs) It's a rather vertical family tree is the scary thing. We've received (laughs) several emails about this. I can't uh, pull up names at the moment, but we'd received emails from people suggesting that maybe Pan was Henry's father somehow. Henry's father? Uh, I'm sorry, Rumpel's father. father. Yeah, now we're going to have to go see who those smart people were. Yeah. Because I thought it was silly. Yeah, and I'm not drinking coffee on this. No more (laughs) coffee Well, you never promised. You should make another coffee bet, though. But Rumpel is out of the picture now. Yeah, for now. I don't understand how that happened. Well, yeah, from what I understood from this is the magic in Neverland allows you to think of something and have it. Whatever it is. But he said even if it's fake. Which made it sound like he created a fake. Right. And somehow switched them. Yeah. Unless they were trying to say he knew about the real one, so he took it and gave him a fake. Which is possible. He would have had to keep the box a little bit more secret, I guess, for that not to have happened. What if, though, this whole time, the box in Rumpel's shop... Was the fake. Hmm. Oh. It's possible. I wonder if we'll see how he acquired that or if that's inconsequential. Yeah, it, it's almost like a sleight of hand pit, pocket, pit pocketing thing at Skull well, Rock. True. Or maybe... Because he did imply that because he referenced his old tricks in the town. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he did... So he created the fake. And then right. actually switched them somehow, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know when he would have had a chance. That's weird. Emma and Regina using magic. Cool. Cool slash scary. Covering the moon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which reminds me a little bit of the story of the fisherman and his wife, which we brought up in one of the recent podcasts. And one of our listeners sent us uh, feedback about that. And also check out Operation Cobra podcast. They did a great dramatization of that. But in short, the way the fisherman and the wife story worked is that the fisherman finds this enchanted lake and there's a fish that talks in the lake and this fish is really powerful. (laughs) And the man is demanded by his wife to keep asking the fish for more and more things. And each time he does, the lake becomes darker and dirtier and stormier. And the the last thing that the wife ends up asking for, as she's now the highest rank, whatever it was, emperor, empress, whatever, And this massive castle, the last thing she asks for is to be able to make the sun rise and set. Oh. And at, I think it was at that point the fish said, go back to your hovel and you'll find your wife there. And so the fish removed everything they'd given. And the whole darkening the moon with your magic thing made me think of that. Oh, that funny. here they have essentially the power to make their sun rise and set or yeah. an eclipse. A total eclipse. eclipse of the heart. Oh, my. So I wonder if the reason they didn't... Did they show us everybody else getting through the barrier? No, they didn't show it. Because I, that was the only... Thankfully, I mean, that's the only weak thing I thought in this episode. It was They were like, the moon's what makes our shadows, right? I'm like, no. There are torches everywhere. You just plain... If you can see the hand in front of your face, you have a shadow. <laughs> so they just sort of skipped over the part where they had to figure out how to make it pitch black so that they could get through the barrier but other than that i'm sure if they can 
you know, eclipse the moon, they can put out the other light too. So we'll just go with that. That's what they did. They got rid of the other light so they could get through. The the magical light, casting the magical shadows. Maybe, maybe the, that was it. Maybe the blooper reel will have the sounds of them in the dark going, Where's the which way are the stairs? Where's the barrier? <laughs> ah, I miss my shadow and the light that makes it. Where ah but otherwise. <laughs> Actually I kind of was surprised they didn't, you know, um go outside and fly up through the window. Well, they couldn't fly. They couldn't fly, but Regina can poof. And I guess that's mm-hmm. slightly risky, but I feel like she might have risked it at that point. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe there would have been a worse barrier for all they knew and it would have killed them. That place is really big. Skull Rock is really big. Much bigger than I thought the first time we started approaching it. Yes. And I'm a little confused about where Pan told Henry to stand and then where Rumpel and Pan were talking. Because it seemed like both things happened right in front of the giant Sands of Time glass which that's a nice pan magic life prince of persia sands of time reference (laughs) there the giant hourglass play the video game or kind of watch the movie and you'll get a little bit of that but so pan now powerful maybe all powerful he has the heart of the truest believer which glowed differently he was definitely creeping me out which for him is a good trick because he already creeped me out and now he's like starting, it's almost like he's just elevating just because he can't help it. He's just like, look how powerful I am. I can't even keep my feet on the ground. <laughs> oh, hey, he can fly without needing pixie dust already. Huh. And he like, I don't know, he needs to turn up his resolution a little bit because he was starting to distort a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I wonder what's up with that too. Just too much power. So he's going to absorb all the magic on the island or of Neverland. What does that mean? Does that mean Does that mean our pixie dust theory is out for getting home until they find a way to stop him? Oh, maybe. And does that mean nobody can use magic but him? Ooh. Well, Rumple's gone. He's in Pandora's box now, hanging out with Pandora. Which what a clever little box. That is not how I thought it was going to work. It's got like a little valve and a little like magic sucker i don't know <laughs> like i was <laughs> everybody always talks about opening pandora's box and unleashing all the evil inside and he was talking about putting pan in the box just by opening the lid and i thought how are you gonna contain what's already in there well it's like we talked about the dark suckers yes it just sucked the darkness out <laughs> yes and apparently it can be targeted with thought the way magic beans can. Yeah. Speaking of magic beans, good grief. How it makes what he did to Bay even worse. Yeah. And that certainly comes into play with how Pan rubs that in. And yep. how would the spinsters get a magic bean? Oh, you know, how do spinsters, spinsters do anything? Yeah. <laughs> there was something weird about them. They were finishing each other's sentences. I felt so, like they were somehow, I don't know. I felt like they had some sort of seer-ness. That's probably not true, but... Maybe they're twins. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that's just another mystery of the spinsters. How do they get magic beans? How do they know all the stuff? I don't know. Mm. Oh, yeah, Justin I... in the chat room said maybe they're fairies. 
Actually, he said they are fairies. I don't know if that's true. Hmm. Well, oh, fairies, pixie dust makes me think of that. Does all pixie dust come from Neverland then? Pixie dust, yeah, I would think. Which Not could explain dust. why uh, the, the fairy uh, Tinkerbell had to go get it because maybe there was a limited supply of it. Hmm. Oh. I mean, all of these... Oh, I see what you're saying, because we've seen pixie dust outside of Neverland. Right. Yeah, when Tinkerbell tried to do the whole true love thing with with Regina and Robin Hood. Do you know we've never actually seen a pixie or a fairy or anything in Neverland with magic? Hmm. True. Although... Wait, have we? No. Well, we I think it has happened, because Neil was surprised or no not neil um hook was surprised that tinkerbell didn't have magic true not saying they're not there but we've never yeah. seen them but if the shadow was the sole inhabitant of neverland when did pixie slash fairies come to be oh, there yeah, true maybe it was just part of their job to travel back and forth maybe guess it wouldn't really make them inhabitants Interesting. No, knowing now that the shadow is actually a completely separate entity. Yeah. It's not Pan's shadow. With an adult voice. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, scary things. At first, <laughs> at first I thought he was Peter Pan's oldness <laughs> when he started talking. Mm. It's like, you don't belong. Like, and you do. <laughs> you sound like an awfully old shadow to me. What are you doing here? Aging. Oh, sp- by the way, just side note, Henry is aging faster than any child in Neverland history. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds different this week than he did the last time we saw him. It's hilarious. Yeah, they're going to have to cover that up very quickly. Like by killing him. Or or, or letting him age <laughs> while he's knocked out, whatever it is. <laughs> but I want to thank some people who are magical to us. David... <laughs> <laughs> David Newland for sponsoring this episode of One's Podcast. Thank you so much, David. And if you would like to sponsor an episode of One's Podcast or even Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, our other podcast, please go to onespodcast.com slash sponsor. And also Sarah's thoughts or Sarah is thoughts for leaving a kind review for us in iTunes over at onespodcast.com slash iTunes. Podcast awards update. Thank you so much for voting for us. I don't know what the tally of the votes is, but voting is now closed. We'll learn about who won the award at the awards ceremony, which will be in Las Vegas, but also streamed live on Sunday, January 5th, 2014 over at podcastawards.com. So thank you so much for voting for us, and we'll find out then who won the awards. But in the, bit, in the meantime, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you <laughs> so much. What else? Uh, oh, Wendy in this Got to learn a little bit about her brothers. Uh, I'm not really thinking of anything else that really stood out. And again, these are just our initial reactions. They clarified her motivation, which I don't know that I was clear that they're acting because Pan's holding her. But in her mind, he's a threat to them as well, to John and Michael. So that's why she's doing what she's doing. Which makes a lot more sense. Yeah, so they both think the others, or the other, is being held captive. Uh, It's like, they are gallivanting around our world. You're locked in a cage. 
who now i guess the shadow could go over there and just sort of rip their shadows out i don't know hmm. i guess anything's <laughs> possible yeah well can't yeah the shadow can leave and travel i'm gonna have to compare Stupid eyes shadow of the shadow of the shadow to pan shadow or what we know of as pan shadow which i i'm just going to assume it's not pan shadow and that right. it's, the shadow is the only one who well we saw rumple pan shadow, shadow as in your dog it's like pan's pet shadow or the shadow that lets pan live temporarily i wonder what the shadow is gonna have to say about this he was sort of perhaps there's a way you could possibly live longer than this hourglass that you created um definitely i didn't do that to give you a time limit (laughs) in neverland where where people say there is no time but time is passing and you're dying even though you live forever and what i actually like the fundamental change of the nature of neverland Mm -hmm. nobody's supposed to live there Yeah. yeah i like knowing that which means there could be a better way for david to get off the island like, not a just that way. he has to stay, but maybe it's just a matter of bringing it to the shadow's attention in some way. And he's going to be like, oh, yeah, you're not supposed to stay here. So you can go and live. Goodbye. Mm. Get out. Eviction notice. Speaking of David, if the water that cured him is connected to Neverland and Peter Pan just absorbed all of Neverland's magic, Ooh. does that mean David dies? Or if they kill peter pan david dies or hmm. i don't know that can get messy yeah and does sound messy (laughs) it does sound messy it does Hmm. sound messy but this is why this these are just our initial reactions and we would love your thoughts for our full discussion which we'll do on wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and we usually do our full discussions on Wednesdays, except the week of Thanksgiving in America. We won't be doing it then, but 8 p.m. Eastern Time, that's GMT minus 5, I think, Eastern Standard Time, <laughs> over at com slash live. Please send us your feedback for our full discussion. Email to us, feedback at com, and put in the subject line the name of this episode, so that'll help Slurpees 108 in sorting the feedback and that name is Think Lovely Thoughts. And you can also call in and leave a voicemail at 903-231-2221 or go to oncepodcast.com on your computer or iOS device and send a voice message right from the website. And we'd love to have your feedback as part of our full discussion coming up. One other thing I wonder here is mm-hmm. how are they going to get Rumple out of the box? My thought is... At least this time we know what's in the box. At least part of what's in the box. (laughs) (laughs) Rumpel's there hanging out with all his buddies. All the world's evils. What a place to be. I think how they'll get Rumpel out of the box will be they'll find his shadow with the dagger. And somehow his shadow and the dagger Mm. will be able to get Rumpel out. Interesting. That's a good uh, hypothesis. Yeah. And, you know, this even pulls into question, I think, if the shadow is evil. Hmm. Oh, well, 
Or is he just a guy that runs this world that has certain rules and he's just adhering to the rules? Because he did say something to Pan, like, you broke the rules. He's super creepy. If it's the same shadow, he steals children to bring to Pan. Well, now he does. Because maybe Pan has him in slavery to him. That's true. He doesn't exactly talk anymore. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. Let's see. Or maybe there's a shadow underlord somewhere that we're not <laughs> getting to meet. Well, that was my other question. My other initial reaction question. Did this shadow belong to somebody significant? Is there more there to the shadow's backstory? <laughs> <laughs> maybe the shadow is Rumpel's grandfather or his know. mother. Or hey, <laughs> you, you jest, but... I'm like, if the shadow belonged to somebody, it's somebody related. <laughs> Maybe it's the original Dark One's shadow. Or the shadow caused the original Dark One or gave the original Dark the shadow One. Shadow is his, awfully his dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can a shadow exist with an eclipsed moon? Um I thought maybe. sure we were gonna see in the backstory the sun go out or something. Although that would have been too early in the history. I, I just feel like we just, it's always night in the present day now. And I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. That might be every time else. they do flashbacks, it's daytime. True. Oh. Maybe the sun has, maybe it's been one long day and the sun has been setting on Pan's life. Ah, yeah, that could be something like that. He's going to raise the sun, just like your story. Well, what if what we see in the next episode, which won't be until December 1st, what if <laughs> we see that now that Pan has all this power, that he brings the sun back? Right. And what effects this will take on Neverland? And, oh, so many directions this could go. <laughs> I loved this episode. It just got so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So please send us your feedback for our full discussion. Again, that's feedback at oncepodcast.com or 903-231-2221. And we'd love to hear from you for our full discussion on Wednesday live at 8 p.m. If you'd like to, you can comment on the show notes for this initial reactions episode by going to oncepodcast.com slash 122 or chat it up in the forums over at oncepodcast.com slash forums. We'd love to connect with you on Twitter, Facebook, all of these places. You can follow each of us on Twitter or follow the show on Twitter at oncepodcast. And I'm Daniel J. Lewis. Follow me on Twitter at The Ramen Noodle. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. You can follow me on Twitter at Fleegon. That's P-H-L-E-G-O-N. And follow my wife, Jenny, on Twitter at Jenny's Nook. And she'll be joining us for the full discussion this Wednesday. We'd love to have you around. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast if you aren't already over at oncepodcast.com. And until next time, remember, we've put away that hatchet for now. And thanks for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Big thanks to our sponsor for this episode of Once Podcast. If you'd like to donate to sponsor an episode, please go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor.